Hello everyone, I'm Katie. And I'm Chelsea. And this is You Can't Stop Me Loving K-Pop, a proud member of the geek to geek Media Network. And on this week's episode, we are going to be talking about a solo Korean-American singer, Sam Kim. Uh, we've mentioned him uh, several times on this show in the past, um, in different episodes, uh, because he released some incredible OSTs for several K-dramas that we've seen, mm-hmm. so... Uh, that's where he came up for sure. Uh, but before we dive into his career, why don't you tell us a little bit about what you've been doing in K-pop this week, Chelsea? It's been a busy week. Busy, busy week for me. <laughs> we started off the week strong with Weekly um, with their latest comeback, Benpara. And it was a huge shift for the group. It was kind of controversial, not controversial, but like controversial and in the sense that it was very mixed opinions some people were kind of for it some people were kind of against it because it was like such a dramatic change and people were kind of bummed out to see their you know uh concept that they had go away um i don't know if you remember weekly at all with after school but it was very like school bright younger cute concept Mm-hmm. This one is very like mature girl crush, like got it. Yeah, heavier, even like the sound of the music. But like honestly, they killed it. Like I watched the video and I was like, "Yo, that was amazing!" And then I went online and everyone's like, "Uh, I miss their old concept." <laughs> and I was like, "Oh shoot, do we not like this one, guys?" <laughs> like oh, brutal. <laughs> I mean, people. People do like the song. Like I said, they're just kind of like, oh, I'm like, we have so much girl crush in the girl group realm. We did we really need another one? Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Cause there's very few like cute girl groups. Mm-hmm. Like that may not seem like that to you, but like especially with fourth gen, fourth gen is like mostly girl crush because that's just what's popular. Yeah, I was going to say, I was like, it has to do with, like, what is currently popular, and Girl Crush seems to be it at the moment. Exactly. But all in all, I feel like it's kind of a natural progression. They did three EPs, no, four, sorry, four EPs with the kind of younger, cute concept, and now they're a little bit older, so it kind of makes sense that they would, you know, try the mature concept but it's like a it's a whole change like even the music video looks super different um but i think they killed it it's very good song um then we had sunmi drop a single for spotify called osaria and <laughs> it's sunmi so like of course i loved it <laughs> she had like such a good look for all of it like she i don't know it's a never a miss for her for me um and then today we had uh two big ones drop we had uh idols tomboy which was like i don't know the best thing this month for me so far i'm just it was very good i liked it a lot for one the concept photos were like i was like trying not to even spoil myself too much because the concept photos would come up and i'm like oh i'm getting real excited i don't want to get my hopes too high but they met every every expectation so i really like it amazing and then we also had brave girls thank you 
Um, I'll admit it wasn't my favorite song from them, but it's still really good. It's got the like retro um, vibe that Brave Girls is kind of going for post We Ride or post Rollin' really. Um, I like it. I want to hear the rest of the album to see if I like if I vibe with any songs a little bit more. The video was stunning. They clearly gave them the budget. I'm always here for Brave Girls. I'm so excited to see them on Queendom. So like, I'm here for it. 10 out of 10. So it's been a big week in music and it's just going to keep rolling. (laughs) Yes. But Katie, you've also had a big week. Tell us. I'm still tired from what, (laughs) what went on. So on Saturday, I went to see One Us, um, they this is the last stop on their tour on their US tour. So they've been here for like over a month. That's a long time. Yeah, they were like legit just like touring the US to some of like like they went to some random places that like you normally wouldn't see K-pop groups in, That's which cool, I think though. Eric and Epic High are doing the same thing, which is fine, which is good, right? They're probably um, figuring they get an actual live audience that can cheer. They're going to make go the most everywhere. of it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, why not? <laughs> yeah. Um. One of my coworkers, she was like, yeah, I drove by this venue. And I think one of those K-pop groups you like was here. And she lives in Lawrence, Kansas. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. It was One Us. One Us was in Lawrence, Kansas. It was that, one of their stops. Wow. That's very random. But I bet you, you know what? They probably loved it. Oh, yeah. There was a huge line. This show, I think, was sold out. That's amazing. I love it. Yeah. So um, let me just give you an idea of my day for that day. Mm-hmm. Um, I got an email from My Music Taste. Excuse me while I roll my eyes. <laughs> um, they, I got high touch for this show. So uh, they were doing high touch check-in for, so you could pick up your wristband, right, for the event. It was at 2 p.m. and they were only going to do it for two hours. The show started at 8, 8 p.m. You think people are going to just chill there all day? Like, what the heck? I mean, there were people that had been there since like 10 a.m. Because to I talked line? to somebody. Yes. I, it wasn't even like a merch line, was there? Inside. So you couldn't even get into the merch line until after oh. you entered the venue. And every, and I don't, the thing that I don't understand Okay, I think that all those people were waiting in line because of merch, because they were selling signed albums. Oh, I'm pretty okay. sure. Okay. But everyone had a signed seat, so it wasn't like pit or anything. Nothing mm-hmm. like that. But anyways, so I got there at like 2.45 or something, got my wristband, and then I was like, I'm going to eat lunch at this place. It was like legitimately next door. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because... The concert was in Beverly Hills, and I was like, I'm not driving anywhere. I'm just going to stay here. Yeah, I imagine parking was probably... Well, this particular place was like 90% with street parking, and then there were a couple of garages, but there was one across the street that was open 24 hours. Mm. It was like $14. I was like, bargain. (laughs) (laughs) Imagine that being a bargain. (laughs) Well, counting that I paid $77 to park at SoFi, anything less than that was a bargain. That's what I mean. That's what I mean. Like, (laughs) imagine $14 being a bargain, because it is. It is, especially in, like, Beverly Hills and Los Angeles. Mm -hmm. Um, So I got in line, I think, at, like, 4, 
And then I just like stood in line until they let us in at six. <laughs> and then stood inside until they let us into the actual like place to sit down at like at seven. <laughs> My gosh. Yeah. But anyways, the concert was amazing. They were so good. They did a great job. Um, like their set list was fantastic they played all of my favorite songs and apparently like some of the members can fly now like Mm -hmm. like kingdom legit like uh road to kingdom changed them Mm -hmm. and like they got superpowers (laughs) yes they have superpowers now um but it was so good and i got Mm -hmm. to use my light stick which was amazing um and then we did high touch and high touch was great it was a little weird because it was like them sitting at a table with plexiglass with a hole with them, their gloved arm underneath. Mm. <laughs> and so you could walk by and like high five them. And I was also wearing gloves and a mask. And they were also wearing masks while behind the plexiglass. <laughs> so you're walking by, you're like, thank you. You guys were amazing. High five. At least it high was five. safe and you weren't yeah. just having a high wave. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm cool. so glad that it was legitimately like a high touch. Um, and it was like safe for everyone because if you really think about it, it's a little bit weird that they like that you're touching someone like someone else's hand that's also touched like 500 hands before yours. Mm-hmm. Germs. <laughs> yeah. Um, still would have done it anyway. Hand to hand. It would have happened. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Just wash your, wash your hands after. <laughs> yeah. Sanitize. It's fine. Um, but it was great. I didn't have any blackout moments or anything. I remember the whole thing. Very good. It's progress. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was really fun. I like, I, there was like different differences between like the high fives. Like some of them was like a like high five handhold thing. Mm-hmm. That was Raven. Okay. And then it was like a great high five with, uh, Kyunhee. Mm-hmm. It was like, whap. It was great. And then Lido was kind of this like high five handshake hold thing. Yeah, it was really weird, okay. but worth it. They're I like, was like we're all going to be different. I was like, please hold my hand. That's fine. <laughs> it was good. It was very good. I was very happy. Um, but yeah, that's that was pretty much all of Saturday. I got home at twelve thirty p.m. Which was just, or AM, 12.30 AM, which was just enough time to then watch day three of the BTS Permission to Dance in Seoul concert mm-hmm. at one. So I didn't go to sleep until like 4.30. Oh my God. <laughs> I was legit dying. I was, I was, um, rethinking my life choices. At when you had point. to wake up and record a podcast in the early morning, then I- oh my god, I did. <laughs> I had a po- I had a three hour podcast at eleven. Oh, at least it was eleven. I thought it was like yeah. nine. So no, no, no. Um, that thank God it was like much later, but still, it's like three hours of like talking mm-hmm. for that. Um, it was fine. It was a good. It was a good session, and I got I got new dice, so I got to actually use like real dice during the session. So it was oh, fun. Oh, nice. Um. That is As the Dice Roll, in case anybody cares. There you go. <laughs> That's the other podcast I'm on. But yeah, I watched that. Um, it was really good. I mean, I had fun. It was like 
It was like the like, exact same concert we saw with like some minor changes to the songs. Mm-hmm. And then they sang Spring Day at the end. And I was like, oh, okay, so we crying at four in the morning. Got it. <laughs> like crying myself to sleep. Thank you. Yeah. They did Spring Day and We Are bullet- we are Bulletproof the Eternal. And I was like, I hate all of you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then Jungkook obviously had a full-on button failure. Yes. Um, and it was glorious. I commend the entire audience uh for not making a sound yeah when that was happening in front of them it was really funny because at one point um i think tay was saying something and the people in the audience went oh and he goes ah ah, this is a silent concert (laughs) they were probably like oh shoot we (laughs) they were like oh sorry (laughs) it was like a great yeah it was like a huge uh hurdle for them to even get that concert to happen and it yeah. rained for like two of the days mm-hmm. too i saw them just like <laughs> i saw the clip of sugar running and then just full-on slipping and falling on his back <laughs> i have see that? Oh, yeah i did see that i would like to talk to all of the sugar stands out there and we need to talk about we need to talk about your man and how he is a problem <laughs> he's going through a real <laughs> real glow up era at the minute and <laughs> it is it is like between him and jen with the hair like i can't oh, i know it is a lot to handle between the two of them i oh thought my he, God. He, i thought he was gonna cut his hair because he likes to do that where he like grows his hair out and then cuts it right before a concert so i was like he's definitely gonna cut it right before the concerts no and i'm here for it i love it <laughs> there were so many tweets of like of people going, I will literally fight anyone who comes near the two of them with scissors. And I was yes. like, I was like, are you going to fight Jin? Because he would cut his own hair. He would. <laughs> We've been there. Mm-hmm. We watched that man cut his bangs in a mirror mm-hmm. to the horror of their hairdressers. <laughs> Should have cut his bangs when he has. He d- does what he wants. Um, And in true podcast form, definitely checked out uh, one O's. It's a live performance <laughs> of his song, Somebody. It was so good. Mm-hmm. It was so good. And he's just like, it was really funny because that song is like really sentimental and really beautiful. Mm-hmm. And then at the very end, he he like did his cute little like bunny smile and everybody was like, oh, and like clapping for him. It was so cute. Aww. Between that and his thirst traps, you know, double cheeked up on a Monday. Abda wearing crop tops and... <sighs> And shorty Good. shorts. Jeez. God. He's back to thirst trapping again. <laughs> I was I literally screenshot it and I was like screenshotting this before they take it down. Like, <laughs> like last time? Yeah. I've got some screenshots from last time. <laughs> um and the other thing that I've been absolutely loving is Tableau has been uh filming these like little like three minute vlogs like two to three minute vlogs that he's posting on reels on Instagram. Mm. It is the funniest like <laughs> stuff. It's so funny. Um, They were in Cincinnati just recently, like I think yesterday. And they were like, <laughs> they're like, we're going to go to the most amazing like restaurant in this whole place. It was like at three Asian restaurants. It was so funny. But the Korean restaurant that they went to, all the people inside were like, oh, my God, are you Epic High? <laughs> so there's, like, a vlog of them, like, taking pictures together with, like, these, like, the people that work there slash patrons. It was really Aww, funny. That's so cool. 
It was so good. Oh my god. Um, I've also been listening to a podcast that about Tableau mm. that Vice put out with iHeart uh, Entertainment, and the second episode is about like the scandal that he got involved in about mm. people demanding that he tell the truth about his education. Mm. And yeah. it is like ridiculous. Dang. It's I can't I can't we need to do an episode on Evikai just to like unpack like what happened. Mm-hmm. Because it doesn't make any sense. It just doesn't. Yeah. Like when you really think about it, like what happened ten years ago, like it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Because Someone, people are like oof. it's basically the thought that there's no way that somebody as educated as him speaks and acts like him. That is exactly what their reasoning was. Which is so dumb. It's like mind your business. It does not Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it's it's like if anybody is interested, like absolutely like check out uh, just like look it up. It's mm-hmm. crazy what happened. Um, but I get to see them in April, and I can't wait. <laughs> That's gonna be a rough like week. <laughs> oh yeah, between like going to Vegas, coming back, going to Epic High, and then going back to Vegas. Ooh. We busy. We busy. But anyways. Um, that's pretty much all I've been doing this week in K-pop has been, well, busy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, March is the busy, busy month, that's for sure. It's insane. There's so many comebacks. Um, like, we've already had, like, three or four already. And it's only, what, the second week? Third week? Second week. Full week of March. Yeah. Yeah. We're, like, week three of March. Good lord. Not gonna lie, this month sorty already feels like it's gonna be eighty four years long. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um. So, uh, SM was bought by I think it's Keiko. I'm not sure. Um. That just got announced. Didn't mm. know they were being sold or being bought. So that's gonna be interesting to see how that changes things for SM. Because they distribute a lot of k-pop like this is the same company like i I asked you well i'm hoping i'm correct on this but this is the same company that yanked everything off of us spotify because they didn't make a they like wouldn't cut a deal with spotify and like money and blah 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 Mm -hmm. so they are a distributor of music in korea so if they own sm does that mean they're gonna like not either not distribute other music or does that mean they're going to give special privileges to sm like i don't know i don't know what it means i didn't read the article about it there was like an article about it it's just interesting yeah it's very interesting um Mm -hmm. because we'll see how that goes Mm -hmm. um they did start work in hollywood on like little sm town that they're building okay um somebody i saw photos of it and that means that I think they're going to start doing NCT Hollywood soon after that's, like, finished. Hmm. They they must own a building over in Koreatown because, like, that's where, like, that big, like, Super M sign was. Mm-hmm. And then it's changed to Taeyeon. Um, and they had that pop-up restaurant. It's like they have plans mm-hmm. to come to L.A., but, like, they haven't quite gotten it 
like I don't know. It's like it feels like it's just still in progress. Yeah, I think though they're making pretty good progress at like right now, so we'll probably see something more soon. Mhm. We'll see how it goes. It'll be interesting. Um so everyone in Luna no longer has COVID, so <laughs> they're going to resume their their activities. I think all the members got COVID. I think eventually, yeah. Uh, they all got it. Um, I'm hoping they either let them film something for week one of Queendom, or it's. I think it's just official that they are just missing out on the first week. Dang. Which sucks. Yeah. <sighs> um, Jackson Wang dropped a whole English mixtape on March 7th, and nobody even knew about it. <laughs> I didn't know. <laughs> we didn't you know didn't about know. it. Yeah. We, we gotta um, take our fan cards back. <laughs> yeah, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Uh, it's called Lost and Found, and it has, like, I think it's, like, eight or nine songs on it. Nice. I got to add that to my playlist. Yeah. Um, I don't think he released a music video or anything, because there was, like, mm. no, I didn't hear anything about it. That might be why. Maybe. I knew he was supposed to drop, like, an English album, but I think this is, like, a preview of what's to come, because I think that's what it said on on Twitter. Okay for team wang that it's like a preview of like what's to come because he has so many songs that he's never released yeah he recorded a bunch like a year Mm ago right yeah because he was talking about it last year Mm -hmm. so we'll see we'll see what happens um red velvet is going to be releasing their first full japanese album called bloom and they even opened a new twitter account yes uh, for their japanese promotions also, three of the members got COVID, so. Yeah, I did see that. <laughs> awesome. Like, and like, right before comeback, great great job, guys. I think he had to postpone their concert that they, they were did. doing. They were preparing for their concert, and I guess one of their stylists got it, and uh, it gave it to them. So Yeah. Uh, South Korea is having a serious problem with Omicron right now. I think they have, time. like, over 300,000 active cases of COVID. It's like which half is a lot. of the K-pop industry is getting it currently almost (laughs) all the members of 17 have it because like Mm -hmm. as one gets it another one gets off like gets Mm -hmm. a clean bill of health and then two more get it after that (laughs) i hope they're all okay though no seriously um see concept photos for nct dreams glitch mode are out Mm. they look really good they do look good um hey chun looks so good I like messaged D and I was like, girl, good luck. And she's like, what do you mean? And I was like, this is what I mean. <laughs> um, see, Brave Girls and Idol have released their comebacks. We talked, you talked about them. So mm-hmm. check out Thank You and Tomboy. They're both very, very good. Mm-hmm. Freaking love Tomboy. It was so good. Um, is it Ive or Ivy? I can never remember. Ive. Ive like I have. Is- okay. Ive is going to release their second single album called Love Dive in April. So excited. Yeah, they did like a small teaser for it. I think they released it like today or a couple of days ago. Um, Stray Kids' Ordinary is literally coming out this week, and I'm already fully in love with Maniac. Mm -hmm. It looks so freaking good. It does. It looks very good. Felix needs to calm down. (laughs) I know. (laughs) Between the 300 messages a day on Bubble, like... And his face. And then now, and now, and now, just like his see-through shirt with the lace, and like Hyunjin's red hair. Oh my god, it's oh gonna be god. so that good. That teaser. Oh my god. It's like relax. 
<laughs> but also gonna, oh my god it's gonna be so good um newest is just is celebrating their 10-year anniversary uh also purple kiss and cypher are celebrating their one-year anniversary which is insane yep um ladies code is celebrating their ninth year mm. like their ninth anniversary um i think luna's at like five years this month mm. and like wow i can't believe it's been that long yeah there's been like a couple other groups too that had their anniversary like just this last week um oh my girl is releasing their second album real love the concept photos are out they look really good mm-hmm. um highlight is going to be releasing their first studio album this month they've been around since like 2009 so it's kind of crazy that this is going to be their like very first like full-length studio album but oh my god the concept photos i sent them i sent them to you yeah they look great because their last ep was pretty good Mm -hmm. i was obsessed with their with their title track it was great yeah it was very good um apparently mama moo is going to be releasing a documentary film called where are we now oh i saw the poster yeah i saw a poster for it i would love that because i'm like i feel like they're they're kind of coming to the end just because like obviously wean's only signed on till 2023 yeah so that's why i think they're pushing so much of their solo stuff like right now you know we had back to back to back solos from all of them Mm -hmm. um which makes me really sad because <laughs> oh, no. they're coming up to their seven years soon and it's yeah or you know i don't know it's fine i'm we'll fine we're see. fine it's fine um uh Sori is releasing her fifth digital single called can't stop this party on the 22nd of yes this month. i'm uh, so excited and then nct's Taeyong opened a youtube channel he's gonna start vlogging as if he's not busy enough the poor man <laughs> No, it's Mark. Him too. He's in. I mean, Taeyang does have 22 children to take care of. I was going to say, he has plenty to do. That's true. Um, He's got a lot of kids. That's great. That'll be fun to see all the stuff that he does. Yeah. he. I think he posted something already, like a small vlog that he did. Um, And then Kang uh, Seung-yoon of Winner released a new song called Born to Love You. I didn't watch it yet, but the cover looks really nice. Mm. Um, Kingdom is also releasing an album this week in case we weren't all busy enough as it is. The group, not the show. <laughs> not the show, yeah. the group. Um, and then We I is releasing a mini album this week called Part or Love Part One, First Love. Sheesh. Uh, yeah. So that's pretty much it. There's probably a whole lot more because there was definitely more albums that I missed. Multistands are broke this month. Yeah. All right. So let's dive into this week's topic. Um, As you mentioned at the top of the show, we will be talking about a Korean-American solo singer, songwriter, producer, and guitarist, Sam Kim. It's an all-around talented guy. (laughs) He is very talented. Um, So Sam Kim was born in the United States. He grew up in Federal Way, Washington. He moved to Korea at the age of 15 after passing a preliminary audition in Los Angeles to participate in the third season of a talent show called K-Pop Singer. He actually came in second place in the competition, but did get signed to Antenna Music by the company's CEO, who was also a judge on the show at Mm. the time. 
Um, Sam released the the first part of his debut EP called My Name is Sam on March 28th of 2016. It contained three tracks, including the pre-release single Mama Don't Worry, um, which we watched. Uh, he did released a music video for Mama Don't Worry and Seattle, which were two of the three songs on that album. Mm-hmm. Um, so what did you think of Mama Don't Worry? Um, I really liked it. I thought it, like, as an intro- introductory, like, video to him, you got to really get to know a lot about him. Like, obviously, mm-hmm. there wasn't any lyrics or lyrics translate translation, sorry. Um, but it was kind of like a vlog-style music video and, like, showing him around, I'm assuming it was L.A. and Seattle. It looked like that- L.A. and Seattle. Yeah, I think it was, like, L.A., Seattle, and then, like, his move to Korea exactly so you could kind of tell it was like very much showcasing who he was at that exact moment in time um plus it like would show a lot of like shots of the orchestra and like you know adding that to the song um i feel like it makes it more like the song more than just a guy and a guitar you know, mm-hmm. adding that orchestra element, like, that was really cool. Like, it made the song really full. Um, and I put, it's such a gentle song. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought the song was very sweet, especially at the very end when it showed his parents. They were so cute. I know. <laughs> oh, my God. But it was really cool because it showed, like, his first showcase in Los Angeles. Um and then it showed, like, his transition from, like, Seattle to L.A. to, like, Korea. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to, like, I don't know what the song was, like, just based off of the title. It's probably about, like, him going on his way and, like, uh, leaving to, like, grow up and kind of stuff and, like, telling his mom not to worry about him. Mm-hmm. Um, oh yeah there's more of that in the next song as well that i'll talk about because someone uh, posted the lyric translations in the next yes yes i also read that too perfect (laughs) um so the other song we listened to or the other video we watched was called seattle Mm -hmm. Um, what did you think of that one i loved the raw sounding vocals in this it almost sounded like they were recording it live as like like of him filming where where he was filming it sounded like he was singing live right there mm-hmm. so it had this nice like rawness to it and it was really like just him and the piano and it just felt so simple but like so beautiful like it was mm-hmm. it had like a lot of restraint to it and with reading the translated lyrics it was just even more beautiful like you could feel the emotion of what he was trying to convey yeah Because it has this, like, longing for home, but also a longing to be accepted in the new home that he's made for himself, which Mm -hmm. is in Korea. Because there's, like, some lyrics about him wishing that his Korean was better so that he could express his emotions in the same way that he can do in English. Mm -hmm. Um, Like, it has this, like, simplicity to it. The video does. Mm -hmm. Because it's literally just about him, his voice, and the piano. And then all of the motions he's trying to express. Mm -hmm. Um, It was super beautiful. The the song was so sad, though. Like, it felt Mm -hmm. sad. No, definitely. I mean, it had the emotion of, like, 
leaving your home and going into what is obviously going to be a huge adventure, but at the same time, very scary and a lot of change. And if, you know, he like, he's obviously going to miss his hometown. Mm -hmm. And so it's like a love letter goodbye to his home and yeah. the transition. And I don't know, it was very moving. Yeah, it was very beautiful. He's such an amazing lyricist. Mm -hmm. Stupid all around great person. <laughs> it's stuff. How dare he? How dare he? Um, <laughs> so after that, um, he released his full length EP, which was he was ca uh, called I Am Sam, which was released on April 10th, which signaled as his official like debut. Okay. Um, its lead single was No Sense, and it featured Crush. Uh, and his debut performance was on the final stage of K-Pop Star 5, which was on the same day that he released mm. his EP. Cool. Um, so we watched No Sense. The guitar in it was crazy good. Mm -hmm. um, he had more of like a rap style singing to it in like some parts, which... He kind of, like, he doesn't overuse in his career. Like, he only does it one or two or three times in, like, his whole mm -hmm. discography. And I like that because it kind of comes out when it's appropriate. But he does it so well, mm -hmm. you know? Um, and I put, this is such a fun song. Yes. I agree. Um, I put that this... I was like, this has vibing at a small venue in Hollywood with a cocktail vibe. Mm -hmm. Exactly. <laughs> like, like rooftop bar kind of venue kind of deal with like the band just and like with him singing. And that's just the vibe I was getting. I was like, me, I would go to the show. I would be there. Dude, Sam Kim in general is vibes. Dude, seriously. Um. I really loved um, the element that Crush brought to the song mm -hmm. because his voice is so good. Yeah. And like they, his they rapping is very well good. together. Yeah. Um, I just thought that the song had a very like chill alternative vibe. Like I was trying to find like later on, I think I figure out like kind of what a similar sound to like some of his songs mm -hmm. because he does really sad moving music these kind of like chill vibing songs and then osts like so <laughs> perfectly like they're all on the same level it's kind yeah. of ridiculous it makes sense that he does a lot of osts because he just he completely fits the vibe of that yeah he's got the voice and like the way mm -hmm. he writes music and lyrics it's and the tone as well i mean like to have a song in a movie, it has to have a particular vibe for certain emotions, and he hit, he just hits that in every regard. Yeah. Damn, so good. Mm -hmm. So in the year following his debut, Sam released several OSTs and did a collaboration with Loco and Primary. His first OST was Who Are You?, which was featured in the K-drama Goblin. Can you imagine Which, being that that being your first? <laughs> that's ridiculous. <laughs> I was listening to that this morning and I was like, it is too early for this. 
dude hit and like instantly flooded with <laughs> emotions. I knew exactly. Yeah. Oh my God. Okay, hang on. And then he also released three OSTs for the show The Lovebirds Year One. Mm-hmm. Um, I only put uh, Who Are You? Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's only so much I could handle. <laughs> I know. Um, what did you think about this song? Huh. I put yeah, I wonder. This, this song kills me. <clears throat> I put this is actually my favorite song from the soundtrack. Like obviously Beautiful by Crush is fantastic, but this one this one hits, man. Like I put the chorus immediately triggers an image of a tear falling. Like that's oh, that's God. how freaking yeah. <laughs> emotional this is. Like this song is so beautiful and it hurts so good. Mhm. Cuz you know exactly what part it is. Oh yeah. It's it's the part where she like finally remembers who he is mm-hmm. and she's like mm-hmm. trying to get him to come back after he's been gone and I'm just like like I can see her like running through the street looking for a candle to blow out and she's like screaming I miss you and I'm just like my heart hurts. Literally that's why like I'm like oh <laughs> just just tears falling great. <laughs> We're like straight into crying hours. Got it. Mhm. Um, it was way too early for me to be watching, like, and listening to these songs when I was listening to, like, the first half of this before work today. Mm-hmm. We're talking at, like, 6.37 this morning. <laughs> it's like, why are you crying? I don't know. Um, but yeah, overall, like, absolutely beautiful song. The vocal talent is just unmatched at this point. Oh, yeah. Like, I can't believe that was his first OST, I Want to Die. I know. Um, Okay. And then Sam Kim did a collaboration with Loco on the song Thinking About You, which was released on January 24th of 2017. He was also a featured artist on Primary Song. I think it's approximately 42 because it has the squiggle line in front of it. Mm-hmm. Um, with Esna. Yeah, I think, I think that's, that's how you say her name, um, which was released on August 3rd of 2017. Um, what did you think about what did you think about Think About You? <laughs> well, I think, no. Um, I put, I love the Sim Rooms idea. Like, <laughs> the yes. Sim Rooms vibe. I was like, I was like, Pixels? No, Sims. That's what this vibe gives. Um, yeah. But it was a creative way to film the video. Um, I put, this is such a smooth song, such a vibe. Really enjoyed Loco's rap. I like it when he pairs with rappers because it kind of, you know, mixes it up, gives it a little bit of like, like, I don't know, changes it up. It, I like it. Mm-hmm. I, so I was looking at the comments and the top comment was legit everything. I even wrote it down. Okay. It said, Sam Kim's voice is like hot chocolate on a cold winter's night. So smooth, so good, so addicting. Wow. That's perfect. And I was like, agreed. Yeah. <laughs> agreed. Um, I also love the Sims background. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, it was really good because it would switch between like being like the Sims animated background and then not being animated, which was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I really liked how Loco's rapping like adds to the song. Yeah, it really does. Yeah. And then the vocals and like when they were when he was singing and Loco was rapping and they were doing it at the same time. I was like, oh, OK, this oh. is what we're doing. It was so good. I love that. 
Oh my God. It was like, I said the song is literal perfection. It's one of my favorite ones that we listened to, to be honest. Ooh, okay. It was so good. Um, And then we watched 42. Mm-hmm. This video was weird. <laughs> I don't know what was happening like through 90% of it. <laughs> Very true. Um, But I liked that it was like a little bit more upbeat. Mm-hmm. Um, I said, I like his upbeat stuff. It's stuff that you can, it, it's a song that you could play to feel happy, but in a very low key way. Mm-hmm. Like, like they were just, they were literally just vibing. Like they were just like, kind of like, you know, that dancing you do where it's very minimal and mm-hmm. you're just kind of bopping to the music. Like that's what it was like. Like yeah. you, were just, you were just having a great time. It's not overly upbeat to where it's like intense. It's just the perfect amount of happy. Mm-hmm. Subtle. Uh, yeah. I love the harmonizing between mm-hmm. Esna and Sam. Yeah, I liked her a lot. Her voice is really good. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know exactly what primary does. I'm wondering was, if it's like a, like he's a, like he like a, arranged the song and I, yeah, maybe I didn't do like there wasn't a lot about it in on Wikipedia, yeah, at least on Sam Kim's Wikipedia. So I wasn't really sure. I had to go oh. to the comments to figure out who song this was not gonna lie because i was like is the name of the song primary is the name of the girl primary (laughs) i also thought that the name of the song was primary and that the artist was 42 Mm -hmm. i was completely wrong (laughs) i was like these are a lot of words that aren't really sounding like a particular thing (laughs) yes so yeah i eventually went to the comments and people were like i love uh Oh, what's her name? Esna. I love Esna and her voice. And I'm like, oh, okay, so that's the girl. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, comment section, for clearing it up. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then on October 23rd of 2018, the music video for the pre-release single Makeup was released. This video was released ahead of the upcoming of his upcoming studio album, Sun and Moon. Makeup is also Sam's second lead single to feature Crush. Um... This is probably the song I know the most after um really the the other song the OST mhm um, I've heard this yeah. um you'd really heard this song I'd never heard the song before but uh boy am I going to hear the song because this one was my favorite dude this song was such a vibe it was so good I put this is a sexy R&B one okay all right <laughs> I've heard this song a bunch of times, and I think it's because I listened to the Nevertheless soundtrack so much that when it would end, it would just play music that was similar or by like the same artist. I totally understand. A, lo- a lot of times they'd hit you real hard with the main OST from Goblin, which was oh. just not okay. <laughs> um, but I think um, this song played too because of uh, Crush. That makes sense. So um, there's another Sam Kim song further down that I think that happened to me because I was like, wait, how do I know this song? And mm-hmm. it wasn't an OST. And I was like, but I know this song. I, mm-hmm. I don't understand. Um, but this this song, I was like, Crush and Sam Kim are meant to collab. Like, they just sound so good together. And then I put in those black and white shots. 
Sam would be looking fine. <laughs> uh, yeah, so this was definitely my favorite at this point for sure. I just love what a great addition Crush is to the song. Because mm-hmm. he just makes it like the song was already good and then he just makes it even better, like takes it to a different level. Mm-hmm. Um, well, they complement each other well. Yeah, their voices sound very good together. Um, it's also crazy that like Crush is like really good at rapping, but also his vocals are on a whole different level. Oh, I know. Um, I love the music and lyrics for this song. Like they're so it's so well done. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I put at the end. I was like, oh, she didn't call. <laughs> <laughs> How dare she? <laughs> I know. I like the transitions too in the video, like the transitions between like the different scenes and stuff. Like it was like black and white and color, and then like mm-hmm. different stuff. It was really good. The black and white though, Woo. with his hair slicked, I was like, oh hey, okay, all right, Sam can, damn. <laughs> okay, so then he released his first studio album on November twenty second of twenty eighteen, um, along with the music video for the second lead single, "It's You," featuring. Uh, Zico mm-hmm. uh, and then we watched the music video for It's You and Sun and Moon um, which is the name of the album by the way Sun and Moon Sun and Moon right It's You started off with these like whisper singing or not like whisper singing but like it was very very soft like singing and I was like okay you really started it off like that this <laughs> is coming for you like he just start <clears throat> excuse me he just started it off like like i'm sorry whispering in my ear like trying to seduce okay and then it got like this really like funky beat to it after a while and i was like all right all right i really really liked it um and then i put sam kim with the black hair like this is his era for me like <laughs> <laughs> just saying um oh my god is here bias i think he's my bias yeah oh my god i i think maybe it's crush i don't know (laughs) i mean at this point (laughs) it could be no but like i don't know this era he was like he was hitting it for me like the black hair just suited him real well got um and then i put i love when zico features on songs like this because he adds like a really fun energy yeah like it's kind of this it's kind of the same to the song that he featured on with IU. Like IU obviously brings the very like beautiful breathy vocals, but then Zico comes in like kind of adds a bit of flavor to it. Mm-hmm. You know? He kind of does that here as well. Nice. I agree. Um I said he adds to the vibe. Like mm-hmm. the vibe of the song. The vocals are just like so on point. Mhm. It's just it's kind of unfair. Like, every song is literally, like, a masterpiece. It's ridiculous. Um, And then we watched Sun and Moon, which he's so good at composing songs. Like, this one was absolutely beautiful. And he, like, puts so much emotion into every song. I'm like, why am I crying again? It, I put, this song felt big Mm -hmm. like it was it was done like the sounds especially at the beginning were very very subtle and soft but like it had this like this just like big open space to it 
I can't describe it other than that. And then you pair that with the production of the video and it felt like a full, like, full budget movie. Mm-hmm. Like, like I, I can't describe it other than that. Like, it just had this huge, huge element to it. And then when the drums and electric guitar kick in, oh my god. I put, it's in more in line with his earlier songs. Mm-hmm. In the sense that, like... He kind of went through like a little like jazzy, funky R&B like vibe there. But like this is kind of more in line what he started with. Yeah. Um, But it's stunning. And then someone in the comments described it as ethereal. And I'm like, that's it. That's the word. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. I liked it. (laughs) Yeah, it was very, very good. Okay. So following the release of his first full studio album in 2018... Uh, Sam Kim uh, has been releasing OSTs and singles pretty much since then. Uh, He's also been a featured artist on a number of well-known tracks and has written or produced several songs for some well-known Korean artists. So I'm just going to like go through some of them. We didn't watch all of them or we did, but we'll talk about them more later. Sure. Um, So Sam is credited for writing the lyrics, lyrics and music, as well as arranging the following songs. So he did... All My Love, uh, which was Park Bogum, mm. in 2020, he wrote the lyrics with, I think the person's name is Nive or Nilv. I can't yeah. tell because it's either a capital I or it's an L. Yeah, I couldn't tell either. <laughs> um, And then wrote the music and worked with the arrangement of the song with Jehui or Jiwi, I think. And then he did the song Someday with Reza. Uh, so it was featuring him in 2021. He wrote the lyrics uh, with Reza and then wrote the music with Reza and Jukje and worked on the arrangement with Jukje for that song. Hmm. Um, and then he did Before 4.30, she said with Mew Supposite. Um it was like a collaboration between the two of them uh, last year in 2021. And he wrote the lyrics, the music for the song, as well as arranged it. So like he did everything. And then the two of them sang it together. And nice. I can't wait to talk about that song later. Yeah, for real. Um, and then Sam wrote the music for IU's ending scene off of her album Palette. Okay. Um. You really like that song too, right? I do. Of course I do. Yeah. Yeah. And then he co-wrote the music and helped arrange the song Eternal Sunshine by Gray featuring Menui. Minoy? And then he... Minoy? Minoy? I could be totally wrong. (laughs) I got to think of the (laughs) Korean sounds. Uh, And then he wrote the lyrics for the OST Looks Like a Real Thing English version for Jehui and uh, for the K-drama Snowdrop. Mm, okay. Mm-hmm. And then on December 3rd of 2018, Sam released the single When You Fall featuring Chani. Then in 2019, he released the OST Scent on June 27th for the drama Search WWW. That shocked and- me when that came up. Because <laughs> oh. <laughs> I love and that then- drama. I know you do. Um, and then he released a single Where's My Money on August 23rd. Um, so we watched, uh, when he fall sent and where's my money and hilarious. I have not actually finished watching sent WWW. So that was like, it was fine. It was like completely spoiled. 
but oh. it's fine. <laughs> I mean, you you knew that they were gonna like date, right? Like, <laughs> oh yeah. Spoilers. You think spoilers you... for a romantic drama? They. <laughs> you think I haven't watched like all the romance scenes in some like. Yeah, you don't care. Video? Remember, remember how yeah. like adamant I used to be. I'm like, I am not watching these. <laughs> nope. OST I don't care. videos with the drama that I haven't seen. Um, but pretty much I all these I'd seen, so it was great. <laughs> I think what is it when we did this before? You would like turn on the and like flip your phone over so you didn't watch the video but listen to the song. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I was okay. like, excuse me, I'm not being spoiled on a potential drama I will eventually watch. <laughs> yeah so okay so uh when you fall i legit thought this was an ost and i was like Same. oh it's not it's a single but it was a full-on whole k drama for the video though it was i literally was like oh no i have i i genuinely almost did the thing where i was like oh no can i watch this <laughs> and then i realized i was like wait this isn't <laughs> i like looked at the title and the comments i was like oh this isn't uh ost so we're, we're good um but it was filmed beautifully ah it was so good like i was like don't mind me while i sob to watching this video (laughs) for real i put his voice was so soothing and soft at the beginning and i felt so relaxed but then when the drums and the piano like came in i got chills like i literally had it was just the way that it came in i was like oh okay um and then the girl's voice pairs so well and their harmonies were just beautiful. When you said I got chills, I almost asked you if they were multiplying. <laughs> so sorry. <laughs> I'm going to edit that out. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Get your grease jokes out of here. This is not um, the podcast. With <laughs> my bad. Wrong show. Wrong show. Same people. Wrong time. Yeah. Um, I thought this song was just like absolute magic. Yeah. Like, it's ridiculous. Like it's just so good. And the video was shot so beautifully. <sighs> I hope they got together at the end. A little tangerine he picked up. A little tangerine with the face on it. Mm-hmm. It was cute. Yeah. Uh and then we watched watch slash listen to scent. Um Honestly, he's so versatile between, like, the different kinds of songs that he can do and the different kind of genres he just, like, easily flows in and mm-hmm. out of. It's just raw freaking talent there. No, definitely. Like, he... I I freaked out when this came up on the playlist because I didn't look at the playlist beforehand. I just, like, mm-hmm. let it play. Um, And immediately when I saw the shot from the, like, the first shot from the drama, I was like, wait a minute what are we what mm-hmm. yes <laughs> and then all the feels of what happens in that drama flooded back immediately and i was like <laughs> it's just it's like it's like when you listen to any ost right that you've heard a million times it's like as soon as the music cue comes in that they use 50 times within the show you're just like hit with the emotions mm-hmm. um so i was extremely distracted but the song was great it just I was just watching the scenes like (laughs) it was such a good drama like honestly like total sidebar but that drama like the the romance was actually like not the most interesting part about it not that it wasn't good but like the story between all the women was like the best part 
Mm-hmm. But it was fun. Anyways. His voice was so deep. Yeah. In that song. It which was, was very it was surprising. Different, right? Mm-hmm. But it like suited the song perfectly. Mm-hmm. So I'm not angry about all the talent at all. <laughs> okay, range. <laughs> okay, range. God. Um, and then we listened to Where's My Money, which was such a different song from like all of the other ones that we've listened to so far. It was good. I put, ooh, more rap singing. This is what I'm talking about. Like he only he pulls it out when it's appropriate, but like he freaking kills it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then immediately just right into smooth, clear vocals. He was just like, you know, rap singing, and then boom, just like hey, like hitting all the notes, and you're like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> just just showing that versatility okay uh the only thing was like there were those shots where he was like wearing dreads under that bucket hat yeah it's not great i was kind of like really in 2020 sam kim also he's american so i'm like you should really have no excuse yeah bro i don't know i was a little especially coming from seattle yeah yeah. I was a little like, okay. It was a bit jarring. Like yeah, that as particular soon as I saw part. It, I was like, oh. Yeah. And like no one in the comments was talking about it. Interesting. Because I immediately went to the comments and was like, oh, I'm sure this was controversial. Not a single comment. Interesting. So then I was like, am I. <laughs> Am I being gaslit by these comments? Like, did I see something wrong? And then I, I kept going back. I'm like, no, that's definitely dreads. Yeah. Or it's trying to be like locks or, you know, something. I was like, hmm. Yeah. But it's such a shame because like the song was really, really good. Mm-hmm. So that just kind of threw off the vibe a little bit for me. But yeah, it was a little bit jarring. Like that, that look, I was like, okay, maybe not. Especially because he was doing more of a rap like style it kind of felt like it was on purpose so it was a little just like ah yeah okay um so then we move into 2020 so on april 2nd sam released a collab with nilv nive i'm not sure um so if anybody knows if that's a capital i or an l yeah then this person's name please let us know um uh they did a song together called like a fool and on june 28th of 2020 he released another ost called breath for the draw the k drama it's okay to not be okay and then he also released an additional single in 2020 called what about featuring uh I think so. We did not watch that one um, because we were already, I was already up at like 20 videos. I was like, no, I can't. (laughs) Um, Gotta fit all the OSTs in there because they're really important. Obviously. (laughs) Um, Okay, so we did watch Like Fool. Uh, What'd you think of this one? Um, The the artist whose name we cannot pronounce. um, He has like this really um, different vibrato to him that kind of stands mm-hmm. out against Sam Kim. So I liked that. Um however, there's like this beat that comes in that I'm not a huge fan of. It's almost like I was trying to place it while while listening to it. It's almost like a kick drum that's being distorted. If that makes mm-hmm. sense, but it, I, 
other than that, like when that beats not in, I love the song. It's really great. I think their voices contrast so well against each other. Cause like I said, he has like that natural vibrato mm-hmm. um, when he carries a note and yeah, I really like the song. It was good. I thought this one, like their, I thought their voices sounded pretty good together because they were kind of different. Um, also another K drama video, a hundred percent. That was the the vibe of this video. Um, I thought it was just like it was just like another chill song that was just mm-hmm. really good, like very very well done. Yeah. Um, and then we have breath from a very dramatic K-drama that we both devoured. Um, I put that this song is super dramatic, so it fits this drama perfectly. It really does. Oh. Um, it has, like, I said this song sounds, like, healing. Like, has a very healing vibe to it, almost. Okay. Which um, is very, I guess, fitting for that drama. Yeah, what I did think is that during certain parts of the song, it reminded me 100% of his um, OST from Goblin. Yes, I would agree. And that it has these kind of like, like beltier moments, if mm-hmm. that makes sense. Like instead of singing super soft like he normally does, he kind of like really like belts a bit more, has a bit more like energy without being too loud mm-hmm. um he kind of has like that really good quality in like carrying the like this big emotion without being like Bleh! like you know what i mean like too loud and obnoxious or whatever um i put this was literally one of my favorite osts last year i'm pretty sure i talked about it in our favorite ost i think so yeah episode i every time like every time i hit like shuffle on my favorite ost playlist when i'm feeling that vibe because sometimes you just like want to be in your emotions and that's that's (laughs) the playlist i go to when i'm emotional uh and every time the song comes on i literally just like stop and i'm like (sighs) (laughs) (laughs) you know sometimes there's those songs like you just have to like stop and take it in Mm -hmm. and that is the song i really like it i mean it's so good um, and then on June 23rd of 2021, Sam released a new single called The Juice, which included a music video. And then less than a month later, he released These Walls on July 15th. These Walls is listed as an ad campaign song, like single in Wikipedia. And I'm so done with these like like music video production level um, ad songs. I'm legitimately going to be making a playlist soon of ad songs that are way too good to be ad songs. It was like a song. It was for uh, like Samsung digital frames or some mm-hmm. crap like that. It was mm-hmm. ridiculous. Um, And then a few days later from that on July 24th, he released Love Me Like That. From our favorite, well, my very favorite OST soundtrack, <laughs> nevertheless. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so we watched The Juice, These Walls, and then I put the Love Me Like That video. 
um, that was like the scenes from Nevertheless, in case you wanted to like relive that drama again. Mm-hmm. Um, and then a live version because his live vocals are literally everything. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, let's start with the juice. The juice. I put whoa when the volume. He, like okay, in the song he sings right, and then he like drops his volume really low to the point where I literally thought my TV was breaking, and I went to. <laughs> go turn the volume up and then he comes right back up and you're like oh shit <laughs> turn, that, turn that back down um but it's so cool like i really want to go listen to that song with ear like earphones mm-hmm. um so that i can experience that like obviously in ear it probably sound a lot better than just sounding like my tv's going out um but the the like the room he was in like kept doing that thing where it would like close in on him and like come back out and it was like real trippy um his higher range was like going off in this one it was just like such a different song for him and he really like did a great job and then i put dancing sam kim all right because like i don't think he's danced like this in any other video I don't think he has either. Like, he, like had a full dance number at, at the like near end there. I was like, all right, all right, showing uh, all the talent. You've got a uh, hair color change in this one too. Looked great. The orange hair color. Mm-hmm. I'm still black hair. Stan, oh, sorry. sorry. <laughs> um, I'm just saying that hit. So this is the song where I think he gave me like bruno mars vibes Mm, that's mm -hmm. what i was getting from like the sound of the song like in the best way because bruno mars has like very interesting like different songs that he does yeah and like the sound of this one kind of reminded me of like i can't specifically think of which bruno mars song it is but like it's it's, like like sam kim is like is like r&b kind of like yeah so singer songwriter like Mm -hmm. that genre and like he dips into these like more funky sides Mm -hmm. of r&b and i feel like this is where that comes out it's like got this like more funk element to it yeah because it reminded me like i was listening to it i was like oh this like kind of reminds me a little bit of like bruno mars and i think it's because of that like because he has a very r&b sound of his voice to a lot of the songs that he does Mm -hmm. um when he's not making us cry uh yeah so when he dips in there, it's so good. So, so good. I agree. Uh, and then we have this damn advertising song. <laughs> so walls. this is the song that I was like, I know the song. Mm-hmm. Why do I know the song? Is it an OST? No. It's very clearly an ad. But why would I have seen this ad song? <laughs> <laughs> so I'm, I'm thinking that this is like like you one of the songs that after a playlist it spotify just recommends Mm -hmm. songs similar and there was that whole era that i was going through i was listening to like all akmu and uh Uh uh-huh uh gun and all that and and sam kim would always come up and i think this is one of the songs that would come up all the time because it was instantly like i know this song Mm -hmm. i know this song i love this song where where is this song from So I really enjoyed it. I didn't know it was an ad campaign song. I'm now definitely making that playlist. I mean, seriously, it's kind of ridiculous, like how good the ad songs are. But he brought in the rapping again mm-hmm. during mm-hmm. this song. And like, 
Obviously, because it was an ad campaign for Samsung, the video quality on a whole different expensive level. It was very good. Yes. I like the transition between like the black and white and then color. Mm -hmm. And there was like this whole guitar, like electric guitar solo thing going on. Oh, my God. It was so good. I agree. Oh, my God. So good. Um, I'm just mad that it's like an ad song. Like, it's ridiculous. So good, though. Adding it to a playlist, though. I'm serious. Like, like we've talked about this before, but there's just been many songs where I'm like, this is an ad. Mm-hmm. It slaps. Like, you can't say this for the title tracks? Nope. <laughs> How come we don't have awesome things like that here in the West? I know. Um, and then, obviously, we listen to uh, <laughs> Love Me Like That. Um, and I, I'm not going to lie. I skipped one of the videos cause I'd already seen it a million times. Um, so I just watched the live version, but oh, I got about you. the song for days. So that's funny. I, I watched both <clears throat> obviously cause I haven't watched the video and I was like, Oh, okay. I haven't like watched scenes from never- nevertheless in a while. Um, obviously the song is a 10 out of 10, 12 out of 10, really. Uh huh. Um, but then this music video reminded me of the dress that she wears in the drama because like one of the first scenes was like her looking at the dress and then her wearing the dress. And I was like, that dress was ugly. Why are we all (laughs) being made to feel like that dress was like a moment? It was not. Was that the one that he gave her? Yes. I hated it. Yeah. It wasn't very great. It didn't fit her character at all. Mm hmm. I just remember, I remember when I watched it too, I was like, why I think are we having a moment with this that's probably part of the point of it. Like, it side, side tangent is that, like, she was becoming a different person mm-hmm. than she thought she was. And, and that, he maybe didn't know her as well as... And exactly. That's yeah. the whole point, I think, of the dress. Because it didn't suit her taste at all of, like, the kind of person or the kind of clothes that she wears. So the dress was very out of character for her because... Yeah. It's something that he liked and he didn't know her that well. Or just, like he thought he did. I think I remember some of the characters being like, oh my god, the dress is so pretty. And I was like, no. No. Just don't, te- don't tell her that. Don't be me. In case anybody wants a full breakdown of how we actually felt about the show. <laughs> we did an entire episode breaking down each of the episodes and going through all of the red flags on Nevertheless on our other podcast, Tea Time with Katie and Chelsea. Yes, that was... That that was like a full, intense breakdown. So seriously, guys, if you if you like that drama or you or you didn't like that drama, we got we got opinions for both. Uh, but I don't I'm re- I don't remember commenting about that dress in that episode, which is why I had to mention it here. Oh, okay. Um, but the live version of him singing the song, literally identical. Like, yeah, like not in the sense that obviously it's not live, just like. In that he sings so well that it literally sounds like the recording. It's, it's like, so the song has like a whole different vibe to it when it's live because of the way he like sang it. So it was like live raw vocals with guitar and piano. Mm -hmm. And like, it was so sensual to like listen to that song. Could you imagine being like the people and like, cause he was like playing it kind of like sea of hope style right yeah it was very intimate 
Yeah. Small setting. It was like, did you an, see that an, one girl or that one lady who was, she had a mask on obviously, but I could tell the expression she was making under that mask because she had both of her hands on either side of her face, yep. like Home Alone style. And you could tell she was like feeling it. <laughs> she was having a moment. She was like, oh my God. <laughs> yeah. That was me um, through most of that drama. So I mm-hmm. understand. Yep. My God. I still, I'm telling you at the end, when I have my Spotify wrap up, it's this damn song's gonna be in the top 10 still. <laughs> telling you right now. I need to watch more of his live um, performances. He has a, a Killing Voice video oh, that yeah. I, I was recommended after watching this playlist, and I was like immediately saving that to my watch later. Uh, we had so much to watch, and the video is like 17 minutes long or something. Mm hmm. <laughs> But yeah, I need to watch that too. I think I added it to my watch later playlist also. Okay, coming close to the end. So then on August 7th of 2021, uh, Sam Kim was featured on Akmu's Everest, which was such a a present to like revisit the song since we yeah. did our Akmu episode. Once again, it came up, it came up and I was like, oh, yes, she put this on the playlist. <laughs> I had to, specifically because of your love for Akmu, but also because I freaking love this song. This song, this song yeah. is like everything. Yeah. And then on December 20th, uh, he was, uh, Sam was featured on Mew Supposites before 4.30. She said, as I mentioned earlier, that Sam wrote wrote the music, wrote the music and lyrics and did the arrangement for that song. Um, on a side note, I was very, very excited about this song. Because Mew is a very well-known and very popular Thai actor oh. who was known for his role as uh, Tharn in Tharn Type, the series. That was that oh. Thai show, I, that BL Thai show that I was watching. Right, right. I did very. not know that he could sing like this Yeah, at all. It was a really, really good song. Yeah. And so I, that, that makes sense that he was an, an actor. Yeah. Yes. That makes sense because I like watching this video. I was like, wow, his acting ability is like really good for a sync. Cause like, you know, some people can connect in their music videos mm-hmm. and some people can't. Um, he did a really good job. He was very like, I was into the role that was happening that, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. <laughs> and he was very attractive. So that makes sense. That makes sense. He was an actor. He also, is. the girl was attractive. I was like, dang. Yeah. Y'all y'all both attractive. I don't know who to look at. Yeah. I, like, Tharn type is, like, a whole, a whole thing to, like, just even come to terms with. I didn't even finish watching the whole first season, and it was a lot. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> I never finished it, but, um... I had no idea. We'll talk about Everest after this since we started with this one. Um, um, I had no idea that he could sing like this. And I knew because like, I kept stuff would pop up all the time because I follow him on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Him and the other the other lead actor from Tharn Type. Um, mm-hmm. And I didn't know that he could sing like this. And he actually, the company that released this song is his company. Oh, dang. Like, he has his own like music company that uh, puts out his music. That's awesome. Some people in the comments were saying um, that this was like a super different vibe for him. And that a lot of people felt like this was 
like so different to what he normally does, but like in such a good way. Like they felt like he should do almost more of this kind of stuff. I'm very interested to hear some of his other songs because like, like obviously like Sam freaking killed this song. The music and lyrics were absolutely sensational and the song itself was very cute. It was very upbeat. It Mm -hmm. suited his voice very, very well, like Muse. And like Sam's like the two of them together. Perfect. Like literal perfection. This song is. He was being such a hype man in his oh his God. part i was like all right sam hypeman like all right <laughs> <laughs> hype that hype that guy up that's right for real like the song is just so cute i was so impressed mm-hmm. with it um i love it so much and then we watched everest so obviously like <gasps> so good that like they're such the perfect like people to come together and do a song because the thing that's very distinct, and we talked about this obviously in Akmu, so if you've heard that episode, you've heard this a million times. Their vocals are clear. Like, yes. just crystal clear, like, sharp in the best way, as in, like, they're very, like, honed. Like, they're very trained and skilled. They're not rough. They're just, they're very, very, very talented singers. Um, so to put them together and then have it be this like very like upbeat building of a song, like the song builds like a mountain. So (laughs) it's great. Um, yeah, some songs just really like, just, it's like a bucket of dopamine just being poured poured in my head. And that's, that's how I, uh, feel about this song. I just their voices suit each other so perfectly like the harmonizing between the two of them and the how they complement each other it's like they were literally born to do the song together mm-hmm. i want to see more he's very okay. good at collabing um not everyone can you know collaborate with everyone but he's very good at matching other people and kind of fitting in with their vibe regardless mm-hmm. of what their vibe is it's it's really amazing and i didn't even include all the collaborations and features that he's done like there's mm-hmm. so many listed on wikipedia it makes sense though why he does because he he very clearly is like an easy person to work with and like he just he just blends and fits so well mm-hmm. it's absolutely amazing um and then uh, last but not least, he released Summer Rain, uh, which is an OST for the K-drama Our Beloved Summer, which, Beloved Summer, which you've seen. Have you seen Our Beloved Summer? Yes, yes. This, okay. yeah, no, this is to me like my Nevertheless OST. Oh, okay, got it, got it. Yeah, got it. the, this, um, I was listening to the soundtrack for like a month straight nonstop, Gotcha. Got me through a lot of times at the beginning of this year, y'all. Aww. Like, I put this OST had had me in a death grip. Like, <laughs> yes. we are not letting I, go. I think I remember you talking about it a lot. Yeah it it got me it got because it was like carrying over from the very end of December to January, yeah. and I had a lot going on around that time and like leading into the you know twenty twenty two. 
And this song and show was a really, or sorry, soundtrack and show was a, a huge comfort to me. And this mm-hmm. song obviously was as well because Sam Kim. So, yeah. Got a lot of feels about this song. It's fine. <laughs> did you watch just... the video? Yeah, I did. Because you haven't seen it, right? No, I haven't. Did it make you want to watch it? Well, I've it's on my list to watch. I just haven't gotten around to it. I'm just, um, I was just curious. Look, I'm deep in this Vampire Diaries rewatch right now that I can't <laughs> let go. <laughs> it's fine. I've just watched like 13 K dramas in the meantime while you've been watching. <laughs> I know it's such a problem. I'm watching like six, like a week, and the new shows that are out right now. Yeah, there's a lot going on. I'm like behind on the ones that I was like trying to keep up with already mm-hmm. just feeling that damon vibe okay can't let it go <laughs> all right all right <laughs> but okay. yeah this song is beautiful no it's absolutely gorgeous like the melody is so pleasant and then the song is just beautifully written he's got like the perfect voice for osts mm-hmm. sure we'll get a million more from him i really about hope an so. album another yeah, album? like a full like full-length album but then again maybe he's just really good with putting out singles and doing collabs yeah. i mean maybe that's just kind of more of you know what he wants to do yeah okay so um sam has done many other collaborations and features uh with different artists in 2021 which i didn't uh like go into depth about he also headlined four concert tours in 2019 um he did like different ones where he went to like a couple of cities here a couple cities there a couple here um in asia and then i think in europe Hmm. Um, he also participated in three collaborative concerts hosted by Antenna Music in 2016 and 2017. Um, they actually came to the U.S. during this like collaborative concert with like different artists from Antenna. Hmm. Um, I think that was in like 2017. Yeah. Um, and then Sam was also the opening act for Charlie Puth's nine track Mind Tour Soul Concert in 2016. And then Tom Mish. Uh, 2018 Asia tour uh, soul concert. All right. So yeah. Um, hopefully this year will give us more Sam Kim, like another album, another EP. Yeah, um, I agree. Another OST yeah. would be great. Or um, you can come on over here and do a small tour. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, at the end of the day, he's really a quite a talented artist and we are extremely thankful for our obsession with K-dramas um for introducing us to him absolutely pretty much because obviously like we watched K-dramas didn't know it was him and then nevertheless is what introduced me well he his... just like kept standing out in so many OSTs oh yeah too like was... we were like oh Sam Kim like we kept seeing his name a lot and yeah yeah i feel like nevertheless kind of like really stood out for both of us um in terms of like okay i think we need to check him out as a like artist on his own yeah yep um hopefully we'll be doing we're we're have slated more solo artists to talk about since we Mm -hmm. do a lot of groups so i'm very excited um super glad that we got to cover his discography um so i hope people give him a chance to check out his stuff check out his osts check out his collabs his album is really good um but yeah 
So that's going to wrap up this week's episode of You Can't Stop Me Loving K-Pop. The show notes for this episode and every other episode can be found on our website, anchor.fm forward slash loving K-Pop podcast. Feel free to join, uh, to reach out to us via Twitter or Instagram. Uh, follow us there uh, using the handle at loving K-Pop pod. Um, if you want to chat with us in real time, you can join our Slack workspace or our Discord server we'll, that we share with our network and we'll include invite links for those in our show notes. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, and basically every other podcast app. And be sure to stay tuned to the end of the episode for a promo from all the shows in the geek to geek Media Network. And don't forget to visit geek 2 geekmediacom to find out more info on all of our network's podcasts and streamers. And until next time... Bye. When toxic culture has you down. When you're just looking to laugh and have fun. Kick back and enjoy watching a video game. Or just make some new friends. It's time to visit the geek to geek Media Network. A community of podcasters, streamers, and bloggers. Well, more of a family than a community all dedicated to geeking out about the things we love. Things like video games, Star Wars, comics, movies, K-pop, Disney Plus, Keanu Reeves, new, or whatever our community decides is the next best thing. That's right. We have a great online community on Slack and Discord where we chat about our weekly geekery with listeners and viewers. And each other. Yep, and each other in real time. And we can't wait for you to join us. So come check us out at geek2geekmedia.com. And escape toxic fandom for something much more... Keanu? Yes, Keanu.